where I feel like a, I feel it coming on. And I know. There's nothing I can do about it. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. Because, uh, holy shit. You know, that's, that, that's scary if uh, you could fall asleep at any moment and, while you're driving and you've done that a couple oh, times before. And it's so scary. <laughs> your, your, your heart beats and everything about you because cause I think I was just asleep for probably like three seconds total. And you know what I mean? Are you sure that it wasn't just like nodding off? It was, it's not basically nodding off. No, I, it's it, nodding it off. Is, it's nodding off. <laughs> but I go to, I mean, I go to. And people f- nod off behind the wheel all the time. Yes, I do. So why, what's the difference between really narco, narcolepsy, uh, you know, because... Because it can happen to me it's in the, in the, over there sitting in the, in the trailer, like, you know, sitting in the camper, uh-huh. uh, where, where I just, you know, like I sit down and, and uh, once I sit and I'm, I'm, I'm not in motion, it, it happens, it starts to, it starts to happen and, and I just, uh, there's no controlling it, like I, I can't stop myself from falling asleep. Um, and, but the thing is, is that I, I still go into that dream state. That's the problem, is I don't really fall asleep and sleep well. I do sometimes, but for the most part, I don't I don't sleep. It's the dreams. It's the dreams are really overpowering. They're pretty overpowering. They're vivid, super vivid. Like, like the, I could write a book every morning, you know, get, <laughs> write a stupid book. And then, so, you know, Actually, that's a good, It's that's the best form of therapy, man. I did. I used to write. I used to, yeah. I used to put it writing. Down. And then what happens is, somebody uh-huh. finds your writing, they take it away from you anyway, because it either, you know, it gets set on fire, or it, like, it gets caught in a, a storage thing. It never stays with you. So I put it out in the universe one time, and, and, I, and, I, and I don't do it anymore. Or maybe twice, I put it out in the universe, and it just, like, it just ends up out there, and, and, and uh... I don't think nobody, nobody appreciates it. They're not looking at it. They're like, ah, oh, depressed motherfucker or some shit. Who knows what, what, what Whoa. Guys have, you know, so it's just like, I just leave them in there now. I just leave the dreams in there and then, and then, uh, it's okay. It doesn't really bother me that bad. I, I get through it. I could use them to do, like, write a, turn them into a short story every night. Wow, you might be able to, you might actually come up with a good, like, idea, that, film idea or something. I Right? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can come up with I'm pretty sure I have. I, I just, don't, hey. just don't do it. I don't. I mean, I know that it would be interesting. If I tell you the stories, you would probably think, that fucking sounds really fucking crazy. <laughs> you know, most people do if I tell the stories. But I just don't. I don't follow through with that. I, I mm-hmm. follow through with with fixing things and, and <laughs> doing physical things and not just air, in things in the air or making up fiction. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's fiction, realistically, so most of it's fiction. I mean, the things I see, it's all fiction. Well, yeah, the, you know, it's some, there's something more satisfying about seeing something tangible that you've done, you know, like... Yeah, build something. Like, like if I figured out how to fix this this pretty, uh, like, Chinese table or something, you know. I, I can fix it. That's the thing. That's my gift. My gift yeah, and that's awesome. <laughs> I can fix what a nice gift. Almost anything there's nothing yeah. you can't fix except well, that's... Hearts, man. I can't, <laughs> I can't. Oh, that's it. but the rest of it the material hard yeah thing. but they make they make good memories though too like everything that i build them you know it makes good memory for you like you're you know people don't see it i mean i i did it for my mom i've done it for my i do it 
I, my mom moved to Arizona. I spent three months re remodeling her house for her. I just went over there every day. I did a, put a jacuzzi tub in, did a That's awesome. house, did everything from inside. I made a cat room for her. For, for her <laughs> I put a window in the motherfuckers so they could see birds and bird feeders. And <laughs> you know what I mean? The whole fucking works, man. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty thoughtful. Like, the, what a wonderful uh, gift for, uh, you know, for, from... So, right. To yeah, she was pretty thankful. When's mother? Know. She was pretty thankful. And then mother. Near the end, you know, it was like as I was getting near the end, I was like, oh, I made her, I made her a, a sprinkler out of it was like, uh, like, I'd say fourteen foot tall, fifteen foot tall, and I put the hands were sprinklers, and I made it out of copper, like half inch copper, and I put it all together, made it stand like a big giant person, like a standing fountain a kind of thing, a stick guy with with uh, his fingers were were sprinklers. Whoa! So how cool is like that? This, like uh, going this way and going this way. So when the sprinkler came on, it went ten ten different directions. And so it watered the whole entire yard because it was taller than her trees. Oh. <laughs> From, uh, it was like well, raining, you know. Oh, well, what do you know? Yeah, so that was my art gift to her. And I stood there in the front for a long time. But it used a lot of water. So it was <laughs> like, uh, she's like, she got, she couldn't get the, the water pressure to go all over everywhere because there was so many fingers that I should have, like, uh, it needed a pump is what it needed. Um, not, not like I, I wanted it, envisioned it. I should have just put a pump on it and then I would have been good, but did that. I would like to give, you know, rather than receive, I guess. I don't know, you know, like, I just don't, you don't expect it all the time. But I just uh, try and, like, outdo myself on somebody, you know, just to, just to make them smile, I guess, you know. But I don't do it to everybody because I know doing that is not is like like you said people like don't appreciate shit and they just <laughs> take advantage and they will so yeah almost always right yeah you can't give it to everybody because once you do then sometimes it's you know it's like, you know you you regret it because you're like damn what I get into like you know it's like a, a so there's no reciprocation here. You right. know what I'm saying? And you know, like where you not expect it, but where you would think a, a little might come, you know, mm. a little bit or something, you know, but it never it never shows and then you're just like and then uh, they forget about it all and they get mad at you in the heart. And then they'll say, You never did anything for me. <laughs> like, Wait. Oh all right, I'm sorry. I didn't see <laughs> yeah, actually no, I'll take that back then. <laughs> yeah. Find a find something to bitch about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just gotta find some. Oh, people always have to find something to bitch about. <laughs> yeah, when I mean, you give them everything, you do too much. You do all this. Like your fault. You fucking did all that shit for me. You fucked my life up. What? I'm like, hey. I did, I, I did for a high school friend, man. Her husband died, and he was the sheriff of the town. And I fucking went to go help her uh, for for thirty days, but she again she was on meth. But the neighbor, I didn't know it when I showed up. The neighbor, she was under investigation because the neighbor died. Somebody gave him strychnine and he died of, well, I guess, injecting it. I got there and then she said she wasn't doing any drugs, but she slept for like the first 14 days. I spent racks cleaning up her place. She told me she had some weapons that her husband had collected. I didn't know it was a fucking arsenal. She was being watched by, by uh, DEA and ATF. And then she was running around town, you know, flipping them off and shit. And I'm like, oh my god, 
Well, I got there, she had, I don't know, I'd say 150 assault rifles, automatics, and at least at least 200 handguns. She had what's called an arsenal. And so her husband had taken them from people over 25 years, 30 year careers as the head sheriff at the end, you know? And so he, he they had, which would be illegal weapons. You know what I'm saying? He, he took them illegally from people that he pulled over or the weapons never made it. They never came and claimed it and he kept them, but automatic and, and weapons. Then, and then wait, did he sell them or what? No, they had a room <laughs> full of them. He, I go, well, let's see. I go, Cause I go, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's see what the issue is with the, with the weapons. You know, like you want to get rid of them? Yeah, yes, I need to get rid of them. And then I'm like, okay. So let me see how many you got. You know, where where's that? She takes me in the room. It's a full bedroom, like a fucking <laughs> enormous bedroom with with machines that not only make make the ammo, but but a repair station for automatic weapons and everything like a, a whole thing. And there was too many weapons. Now my my jaw drops to the ground. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, this is why you're being followed. Cause I got there. And, I'm, she's like, the fuck, they're following me everywhere. And I'm like, you're paranoid. I'm like, stop, the people are just driving. <laughs> they were, they would follow her. We'd go to the store, and like within, if we showed up at the store and there was nobody there, it could be 11 o'clock at night, all of a sudden the store was packed. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you are. But but I found out it was because she had, and you, she you are what? She's in Paris, she left, she's like, I have no friends here, all this. And, and you see, one night, I guess, you know, when that urge was too big, and I said something to her, I'm like, you you didn't have no friends, but I said, you sure went out, you sure come back looking kind of peppy, and I looked around, there was probably a gun, I'd say, in the living peppy. room, in the bedroom, she had about 40 weapons tucked in every single nook and cranny of the entire house. You go in the kitchen, there was one, you open the drawer, there's a, there's a 38. You open the next drawer, there's a 45. Every single drawer had a gun in it. This, like... It's, it's like uh, she talked about suicide or something. I'm like, this shit makes it real, man. I'm like, you're no you shit. You can talk about suicide to have 45 guns out. So she she uh she put all the guns away. I noticed. I'm sitting there like to myself, and then she after I spent I'm like, oh, this has been like thirty five hundred dollars. She goes, what? Tell me what? How much you spent to getting this stuff together? I'm like, well, and she goes, I'll give you your gas back and everything you spent here. I'm like. Okay, I'm like, it's like 4,600, 4,900. 4, it was 1,200 to drive, and then it was like 3,200 for all the, to dump your garbage, to, to dump the, get rid of all the carpet in here because the dog pissed all over it. I painted the house, I did all this stuff, and then she told me, she, you can need to stay in a hotel. I'm like, you're fucked. We've been friends for 30 years, you know, stay in a hotel. I said, you want to get, and then she kept my dog. She chased, and I'm like, I was sat up in the hotel steaming. I couldn't wait, and, I, and she shows up and gives me $600. That's when I drove to Denver. I'm like, and then she calls my mom. She calls my family, and then it was because she was injecting meth. And I, she told, then she starts telling people that I was doing it. Right? <laughs> I was inje- I'm yeah. like, man, some of my friends. So that's like, another thing I hate about them. They always accuse you of. of yeah, uh, yeah. And but it spread mm-hmm. out to of being an alcoholic. Like they they always accuse me of being an alcoholic. Right. And and shouting things on a microphone, yeah. you know, like when a musician man, musician, go fuck yourself. But they told my family that shit. My, of course, my family called me. I'm like, no. I'm like, come on, think about it. Not me, okay? No, and then you know, okay, okay. I'm like, man, man, don't even ask me this stupid question like that. Like, you think I'm, you know? When I looked, when I looked at her too, she had 
she had picked herself to where she had. She said she got something like a. What is it? What is it? What is it? The pregnant women get or people or they get sick. Postmenopause. No. Oh. Uh, you know, circles all over them. It's like a sepsis. Not sepsis. Epipatigo. Uh, no. Uh, shit. What's the name of it? There's a word for it. She said she had it. Is it kind of like gangrene in a way? No, I remember. I think of the name of it. It'll come out of nowhere. Um, uh, MRSA. Oh. MRSA. Huh. So MRSA does that. Hey, but she said she had bugs. So when I got there, bugs, and I started with this bug thing. I'm like, you don't have bugs. I mean, tore out the carpet, use all. She's like, TJ, like, their bugs were bad. They're still here. And there's, you know, on my skin. Can you see it's, them? Is it, it's when you scratch yourself too much or something? You MRSA. create sores? MRSA's, yeah, but sores. Is that like, what it is? From yeah. scratching it? I don't know if it's from scratching it. I think it's an it's a, it's a, it's a autoimmune thing, you know what I mean? Where you get it all over your whole body, whether you want it or not. And then you pick at them, yeah. So they come, and then you pick you pick them, and they're all over her chest. Oh. I, and it took me a minute to notice, because she covered it up when I first got there. And I was like, then one day, so I started coming out of the shower, and I was like, I, I, my heart dropped. I mean, I didn't ever notice. She had put makeup on and covered it up, and they were all over her chest and her arms and everything and I, she'd ruined her body she'd ruined her body but she you know of course she blamed me for for doing for i left and i was like she's like i love you come back all this shit you know i'm like no nah, man girl i'm i mean we've friends we've been friends for 30 years but you can't treat nobody like that you pulled a gun on me and you fucking gave me 600 dollars i just spent like four grand on your on your place and you got like your husband just died and left you fucking racks in the bank so i'm like i wasn't i'm not trying to get your money i said I just wanted the money back that you said you were going to give me back for coming out there and treating me like this after i helped she wanted to sell her house she was depressed telling me that she was going to kill herself and shit because her husband was on the dollar I don't know. I drove out there. I drove out there. Drove to her. You know, like, I man, well, from high school. We were we were tight in high school, man. And I just thought I was gonna help my friend, and she was a full blown drug addict. And I didn't know. And again, walking into a situation where people are people are doing shit that that they'll never tell you. Yeah. And then surprise, surprise. And then then when your world like, is fucking falling apart. I mean, like there, but you. You know what? It's it's just it's kind of like uh, okay. This it's the universe telling you you have to be aware of your surroundings. Basically, you mm-hmm. have to be aware of the you know uh, before you get intimate with somebody, be a little more fucking observant and you know pay attention to the red red flags, like you know he's pawning his his stuff or you know his prized thing. That's that should have been a fucking red flag, or. Um, that I I saw him steal. I saw him steal. I should so I should have never fucking in the store. In the at the food bank, like well, in in everywhere, everywhere. I mean, he was the biggest fucking thief I ever met. I hate that. That's embarrassing. And and yeah, and and um, you know what? One time he um he planted a little butt on me when we were going into the courthouse. Isn't that, and he's, he's, yeah, he was, he was like, that guy's a fucking sick puppy. That's the Daniel Lima guy I was telling you about. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to go down too. Scary. Shit. Like, it's like, it's like now, it's like, I know, I know, like, people compromise themselves. And I mean by compromise, like, like an inmate compromise, like. 
they get you get to bring them in this stamp that you're not supposed to one time and then now they, uh, they got dirt on you like they do uh-huh and then yeah it's like you do anything and they got it against you now compromisation phase complete and then they got that check. trust no one basically that's what it all comes down to trust pretty no much, one <laughs> what what Draghi's taught me for you know without a shadow of a doubt is uh, trust no one there because used to be more trust and loyalty man back in the day our well, time anyways it's the younger people though you got to it's not our age yeah it's it's well no i've like they got randy he was a couple of years he was like what like five ten I years to five ten years shady. older That's than me like really super shady older older ones or young older, older ones older ones older ones like uh-huh. like, like uh maybe if they are they're not so shady they're just drug they're just uh, doing drugs and they don't really steal and hmm. don't do anything they they're up and above and legit drug just I think not, it's because, I think it's kind of across the board because uh, that's kind of the demographics of people who are on meth and those hard shitty drugs Maybe I just didn't really hang out. I that I make them uh, steal and destroy it could it could be alcohol too you know like one of the chiefs I had here Chief Vinny he was an alcoholic and he threw he threw a uh, TV monitor at my head in a rage, in a drunken rage, because I wouldn't, because I didn't drop everything and make him, you know, a joint. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that was alcohol. You know, he's that. Uh, that was his um, vice. So you know, it's not just. Not just uh, not just the hard drugs. It's uh, you know, alcohol turns people into a piece of shit t- sometimes too. They're equivalent to the heroin act. I rather deal with somebody on meth. I swear to God, than than any of the alcohol or it will, I would rather deal with none of them. But it goes like that. There's there's a there's, there's, there's a hierarchy of yes. assholery. Yes, yes, and and, and <laughs> neck and neck is heroin and alcohol. Really? Be, yeah, for me, for huh. me, the people I've been in contact with that have been so far out, it's like, why do you even have to do so much? I mean, does it? Do you need that much? I mean, like, I can't even understand it. And then, and then when they go, well, I don't like to never see my, I don't see my kids. I'm like, stop crying about that shit because you're doing this. And I'm like, the way, how, how do well, I fix it? You know how you fix it? You don't. You, you stop don't drink. fucking drinking. Yeah. yeah. You stop drinking. You stop <laughs> drinking. You wake up and you day. will stop being an asshole. And then. But then the, that's when they get mad, like, fuck you. Well, I have to do what you say. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, a lot of this, uh, you know, this is the kind of nice, the silver lining of the whole thing, is that, uh, you know, as you grow older, then the, then the, you know, that, what's that biblical expression about you put the things of childhood aside when Never you, uh, and, um, Basically, you grow out of it. Yeah. You might grow out of it. Like, I kind of grew out of it. And also, I listened to what people were telling me. And I listened to, you know, my body. And, and uh, what? I did the same. Yeah. And realized that you don't, what you wake up one day and you realize, well, you know what? I haven't had a drink for a long time, actually. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had a drink. You know, and so then, you, uh, then you're out of the out of the uh, wild or you're out of the forest 
did another night movie drink. That was the first time in, I'd say, I'd say I drank that portion, that one bottle, four month, four buffs. Oh, I'm sorry, July of last year I drank that, <laughs> that bottle. That's how long I had that bottle for. Wow. And yeah. I opened it up, I think July or August, my birthday, right? So then that's how long it was the last time I drank. Huh. But I'll wake up and miss it. And you know what I do? You know sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to drink tonight. And I would say, you know, like, oh, And then oh, you'll oh. forget to drink? Nope, never would dis- I would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be actually be looking toward you would act <laughs> yeah treat myself <laughs> and then just get a real fatty instead maybe they'll drink with me and then and then and then I forget to ask or whatever and then <laughs> would you like uh, fatty would you like well, would you like fatty fatty oh my god that's it's like I, I, I was gonna. I'm probably gonna get up and go down there and take this thing because I don't want to do it tomorrow. And then um, uh, I guess gotta take what thing? Oh, you want to take the uh, guitar with you as I, well? I can. Yep. Um, I got. Yep. I sure can. I'm, I'll post. Uh, I'll fix that right there. Here's the top to another chair that I was telling you about. You know, oops, an office chair. Whoa. Oh yeah. An office chair. Well, they fit right in. I know what this chair is. Missing the nut on the bottom. Exactly. You need that. That. That a little wing that there's a bunch in this thing that right there. Yeah. Right, right. And then I need I need glue. I don't have any good glue. Do what kind of glue? Like glue? I've got wood glue. Yeah, I do. Wood yeah. glue is wood glue is great. Wood glue is better. It's just as good because it's clear. But since it might be oily in there because it's been tried to repair, probably the gorilla glue. I was so then and then and then. So where did I put my gorilla glue? glue? I have the clamps. I have the wood. Cool. Do you want do you want this off here or do you want to leave this on here? You just want the, the sharp tape? spot. You can go ahead and leave the tape on there. But you want the sharp spot removed because it finally got me right where you're so much. Yeah. Yep. Like the um, this bridge has to be so the bridge can move? fixed. Uh, yeah, it popped. Oh, I got that too. I've done that before too. The bridge. I had to do it on mine. And I tried to put some like super glue in there and clamp it or, you know, I put a brick on it. <laughs> You have to go from the inside. For a couple so days. Here on the inside, it goes through. It goes through there. It's not just mounted to the top. So it has something. Those two of these screws go through to the inside of it. Hmm. And so you have to reach your hand in the hole. So the strings come out. Hmm. And then you have to. Mine have to go online and see where. What, what I did was my bridge here was to. I lowered it. I would lower it. If I finish this, I'll lower the bridge so it's the strings aren't so high. So it's. It's easier to play. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll hmm. bring this thing lower. So I cal I calculated mine and and did, uh, but I did, I looked offline when I was doing it. And I, I was like, I want to lower my bridge. And I went into music stops before I did it. And the guy's like, sand it down. Take it off. Take the back off of it. Don't touch the tops. Leave the top. Because I was like, well, I'm going to take this down here. No, don't touch that. You take off, take off the whole thing and just shave it down. Then temporarily put it there feel how it feels because if you have it too close then it's you know it's then you got to bring it back up so i finally did it i did it right and i and i i got some really nice brass screws and bolts and i put it on and then i i glued it down and and i bolted it back together and, and uh i was able to play my acoustic so i was really one i got short little fat fingers so i can't i don't have like uh, uh What's, what's that? Good guitar player Van Halen. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know that guy um, from Rush? He has really um, small hands. His bridge right? was lowered, though. That's what those guys do. Mm-hmm. Watch. I make it, it, it'll play so easy when I'm done. Like, like easier, like, because it, it's so close. Uh-huh. You don't have no pressure. You don't have to put barely any pressure oh, to cool. hold the strings down. Yeah. Very so. cool. Well, so it's kind of a good thing that happened, right? Yeah. So, so I can kind of update my. I can maybe play better with a bridge that's a little bit lower. I did it to a twelve string, which was the most difficult thing I ever did. I thought I fucked it up because there's a lot of strings, and so when the strings tighten up, that's the biggest thing. Is like to make sure it's so solid because as you tighten the string, I've had, I've done it, and as I'm tightening the thing, wham, it comes off. <coughs> did that a couple times, you know, trying to figure out how to make it stick. I make a mistake because sometimes it doesn't, once it loses the integrity on the inside, because it's got braces in there too. Oh, that's what I did with one of them. I put in, I put in, so I opened the back of it up. I made a nice cut with a Dremel and I opened the entire back up and I did, I put in a, a piece of the, uh, it's, it's like mahogany. And I put so I put a whole another layer of mahogany inside of it, and then put the, the the braces back in there. And so there's little braces in there, and there's and the backside mahogany, and then it gives it like where it's deeper. It doesn't have like a you hear the vibration, hmm. so it sounds it thuds like like a drum would, you know. But I, uh, this might have in fact this might have uh, screws in the back, because it? it has a a pickup. No. But it they does. separate. I remember separating mine. They'll come loose. Use a heat gun too. Like I use a heat gun, and then I did it slowly too, where I where I peeled I peeled this off because I took a few guitars, uh, and I and, and these separate. So you heat you heat it up you just barely, and then all of a sudden one corner comes up, and once you get it up, then you use it all the way around, and it, the glue loosens up, and then the whole face comes off, and you're like, ooh. And then I did it from there. Yeah, um, the heroin junkie that um, I mentioned, who called the, who he tweaked out on, he took, he took too much or whatever. Yeah. He took, he took it and uh, he freaked, tweaked out, called the cops, the sheriffs on him, on himself basically because they came and took him away. That guy, he's the one. He's he's the one that um, destroyed or tried to destroy. My mom's guitar, my mom's salvation, yes, and um, then there's a there's a buddy of mine who's he works in like he's kind of like the head of construction. He's a like one of the only white guys on the res, but he's kind of like the head of their construction or something like that. Anyway, he uh, he came and uh, and did me a huge favor, and to to uh, we taped it together. It works for all. And it actually looks really cool and punk. You know, I've I had their photographs of me with that thing on Fourth Ave when I was playing out there with my band, matey. Yeah, you did. I think it's very punk. But almost. Yeah, well, that's the beautiful thing about guitars and that that guitar too. You know, my mom's guitar. It's 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 indomitable. I use a heat gun when I do it. That good thing. It's indestructible. 
perfect the heat gun today I found because the perfect what that I found the heat gun oh today. right right cool because it, it's what it'll take the tape off uh, it'll help me remove the tape easy because when you uh -huh. pull it it's dry you know it's not worth it to like yank it off there because it starts to do more damage you should probably take the strings off or oh, at least list, off listen sure. yeah 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 and then yeah. and then I'll, but I use the heat gun as I as uh -huh. I pull the tape off uh -huh. and then it also helps to like keep the wood and so you don't pull it up and shit you know like. I could repair like electric guitars too, like the like you know the hardcore. Yeah, leave ones. the you know, leave Solid the wood. leave, but leave some, uh, you know, duct tape it up with another you know piece of tape or or something. Do uh you know another the next layer of it, whatever whatever you do. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I, 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 I might. Sure you can I'm, handle uh, that. So, so what it is is, is when you get to because the lacquer comes up like that and then it doesn't ever fit. Like I've learned it doesn't ever fit, so I take. I'll take it like a little bit of acetone, like because I can come up with the with the uh, with the finish of this too with hmm. polyurethane, good polyurethane. Mm, nice. And so I'll cut, I'll trim it off, like the edge right here, and then mm. and then make that stick down. But the key is the heat gun. The heat gun makes it like lay down. It falls down because it gets this warm again, and then and then then that's when you just one piece at a time. Oh, I fixed that one, and then fix fix this one. You can't fix them all at once. You fix them each. Or the back comes off, and then you put a whole piece of wood inside there behind it, hmm. and, and and you glue it in, wow. and then you stick. So like you, it doesn't have to be like perfect the whole time. It's at least cover the the major part of it, because inside are these braces, and and, the, and it worked out better when I put the piece behind it. Like I literally, I literally cut a nice little hole in the back like this, like I use a Dremel, and then and then put a and then put put it back in with screws, but it's. It, uh, it looked good because I like, like I, I stained it back and it changed the color and you could you could take the screws out and the whole plate would come off um, because the pickups you could get through you take the pickups out or the the little plug-ins or there's something. I think this might be part too. of the doorbell. I have a doorbell. <laughs> something in there. It's probably. It might be a. a... A, a, a screw or a part or something. I would. My guess is it's a pick because sometimes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Sometimes accidentally it flies in there. Yeah. yeah, see, I noticed like too, like when is this is um, it's, it's not that it's every every single every single acoustic that I play is like they're never they're never close enough. So this one is this one's close enough up there. What was it? Was it was it harmonics? You know when you could do. That's what you could do when when you uh, when you get in really close that. When you. Without like clicking the strings, where you let your finger off of it right before. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you, you, you have to be pretty good to do. <laughs> it's really loud. No, you're doing. It's a different yeah, yeah. yeah, it's cool. Mm. It's hard to do. You know, I bet I bet that's the. Uh, Tibetan, I bet that's the, this is my guess, that that's the um, frequency that levitates with stones. Stones? <laughs> Your stones. Some new strings would be good too, like the first time. How old are these strings? Not that old. Um, but I I haven't used it for a while because obviously it's it um, oh, it's broke. Try using this 
sometimes they're fresh strings so they get stretched one way or the other too far and then you know you know I, sh I um, showed you the guitar it's all smashed so he oh, yeah. smashed his own guitar and so yeah. you're talking about like turning into a plant or whatever yeah. um, so after he did that um, then he, he asked me if he could play my guitar like, no, obviously. Right. He's all, you know, why? Why? <laughs> why is that? <laughs> you know, just look at the way you just treated your own guitar. No fucking way. <laughs> right. But then, guess what happened, like, the next day? This happened the next day. Right. It was yeah. out in front. Yeah. It was out in front. So it's, it's either it's the universe or it, bad jujubes, bad, bad thoughts. Some people think they just they go from place to place doing that though. Like they're used to it. Like if he could do that here, he's done. He does. He's done it before, and then he's gonna do it going forward as well because it's, the, it's just the way they act out. I think. Everybody acts out. I'm always scared of like. I'm once you do it once. I know I've I've made the mistake of like forgiving it, letting it go, and uh -huh. I, and I go. And my mom always said they're gonna do worse the next time, son. And yep. she was so right, and I and I mean I give the advice now I give that advice like don't 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 because there's too many people in the world move on make a new friend you don't need to yeah, be like yeah, uh, yeah. waiting for the surprise attack to come because that's what happens man it happens in the second time it's worse they trump it every time and they hurt your feelings I don't never do this to nobody man I never made I can walk away like like okay you you don't, you don't like me it's okay I'll go my way you know what I mean I don't want to start no fight because you don't like me. Right, right. <laughs> mm -hmm. like, yeah, I, like you and I, I um, you know, don't want to be in a living situation where you have to put up with somebody, you know, some bad vibes, basically. What it comes yeah. down to it's, it's some bad ugly. vibes. It's ugly. It's really ugly. I'm a more peaceful person. Uh -huh. I'm like, I just want peace. Yeah, it's a healing sanctuary. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sure he's healed a lot. I'm sure it's helped to have a stable place. It's beautiful, peaceful, and cute animals, you know. You don't have to do jack shit. You can use all the AC. You, you can have AC on 24 or 7 for all year long, you know. And the utilities are included. <laughs> yeah, he, he, you know, I've asked him, I, I told him about he's a pig with energy, you know. And, uh... Because uh, well into late fall, like he just he just turned on his AC like today. He's there's no way I, there's no way I, I want to go through another summer without our soul because he, he jacks up my um, utility bills like 150 dollars, man, and then he tries to begrudge me 30 dollars. Uh, you know, it just is not reasonable. It's totally not reasonable. Yeah. He's a very unreasonable <clears throat> tenant. It's a self-entitlement, yep. arrogant. It's a young, young guy thing, right? Young guy thing. Yes, absolutely. So, so I'm sure he, you know he's learned a lot of nice, good things, and he, he can. He's young. He can go travel. Go travel. Yeah, yeah, what? Just go It's time for him to fucking move on. And it's not, it's not a, it's not a... It's not an option for him to stay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he understands that. You, yeah, he does. He, he is, because he's been through this process before, I'm sure. So it's, it's going to be... It's going to be... 
And I was like, we want it to be. I don't want no argument. Oh, there's nobody opinions on that. It's just you, as as I look at it this way, like you've been struggling to make this all happen, and it's kind of like you know, you you, you put everything into it, and and nothing's really. It's been years, and you just get you're, you're holding on to a dream, and you would still continue to hold on that dream if if I seriously hadn't showed up and intersected into this because we've got more done now in your in your dream world. The things you've thought of in your head. They're all coming together in like 15 different projects everywhere. We get here, you know, you spit off all kinds of shits, and then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna say, yeah, I can do it, but I can't make no, you know, my promises, my time frame, but, but I mean, think about this. I've, I've got at least 12 projects, and, and I've, I've completed at least, at least 10 other ones that are complete, you know, gates and stuff. Or say like, like they're, they're done. Or at least half a dozen. Well, yeah, you said, oh, paying textured. Both places are textured now. And one Maybe place ten. painted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> one place you did the electrical. You know what I mean? So, I mean, so we're a lot's gotten done. But those were things you had to tooth and nail for people. I told you two weeks ago. I think it was when I told you, like, you know, I think okay, we'll focus on this. Two weeks in, because there was other items I, I saw that that had to that had to go in place before some of the other things. Like, I may have rushed the time frame because I wanted to in my head for you. Um, you know, and, and, and it's, we're not that far. Like I said, I, I imagine when I say four people, four days, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm if, not including myself. So if, if it were, that would be eight, eight days with eight people. Because if you add me, I mean, I feel like I'm worth, you know, for the most part, most days like two or three people anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, you know, yeah. It's like having done. a small crew of, of construction, you know. What? Yeah. what what you get done? I mean, like my chiefs, um, when they were motivated to, they got a lot done. However, it wasn't regular. That's the key to it. <laughs> and it wasn't. Uh, well, I mean, they, they did a lot, you know, um, they, they did a lot of like heavy stuff too, like reinforcing the corner of the garage. <laughs> so you had to tell them like, or you had to monitor them or, or would they just get up and do it? Um, you know, as it came, as, well, you know, they were, they were, it was, it was, it, you know, not bad. It, it was kind of, it was, it could it was a lot of fun, actually. We had we had a lot of. Um, I want to see. Okay, uh, Louis. He was here two two periods of time, and yeah, the second time I had to, um, it was his meth. He he said he fell back into yeah. using. And. <clears throat> yeah, it turned him into a piece of shit, and um, and um, I had to kick him out too. And um, th you know, they got into he he had a girlfriend. He had the, the you know I told you how that he had that shed all pimped out. <laughs> it was really nice. He had he had like a Vista, I want to say VCR DVD or DVD player in there. I didn't I didn't even have that stuff set up anyway um and he got a girlfriend she seemed she seemed nice um but say um well 
what tur- turns out is they started shoot um, smoking smoking meth and shoot or I I don't know I think it was smoking but I, the glass dick. because I found <coughs> I call it the glass dick. It, that's what it looks like, you know, the ball and lit in. It's just so gross. It's so gross. Like, it's like, it smells like shit. It stinks like. Yeah, and I think they were um, starting to ch- like try to make it or, you oh know, cook it or something, you know. That's even worse. <sighs> that's even worse. This is dangerous. Yeah, and it's, and, um. <laughs> there was this one night when, uh, Chief Louie busted his nut literally, and it's it's a very strange thing that happened because, like, um, he broke his cock. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard this. And it turns out that he was he. It's kind of sad, actually. You have to go to the hospital right away to get it fixed. If you don't, then you're fucked the rest of your life. He stayed all night it like the and then the next day um i had to, i thought i thought she was taking him to the fucking emergency but and she didn't and uh then he, i saw him the next morning he showed me showed me and it was, and um you know got him out the <laughs> oh my god yeah and uh he was but he was fine. But the, he had uh, the. This is how he broke his dick. Mm-hmm. You, are you, have you heard about yeah, heard how this happens? From behind, when they hit the bone inside, you know, like like when they're having sex and you're from behind and you hit the pelvis. Uh huh. And then when you do and you smash it, it just it it, it literally you you break the you break the every you break the cartilage inside of it everything and you it, smash the pelvis yeah you smash the pelvis and then it, you know what I mean you miss it you hit, and it goes and it literally in like a, where it, it just makes an L and if you don't have it fixed right away it's it's what it is is all the vessels are torn mm. all the blood vessels get completely fucking ripped apart and so that's there there it is it just it can't it can't go anymore because all all the things that the blood vessels what makes it stand up that's all that makes it stand up there's no <laughs> bone in there you know so, so it's so the blood vessels now are are broken uh-huh and, and if you leave it like that it feels like that so they gotta straighten it out and then and then make the blood vessels go back you know retract so that they can because it tries to heal itself by sending mm-hmm. more blood there and it never gets to flow well through. he was kind of like snapping his his dick um before he had sex, to, because he thought it made him harder. He like snapping it. Like snapping it. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. Uh, yeah, but well, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of. I've never heard of that either. But. Uh, no, that I wonder if that happens. If, if that's a reason why people break their dick sometimes too, but maybe they do the same thing. All I've all, all heard was from, from like doing the doggy style, and you get the pelvis. And if because my landlord broke his, and he was in Denver, right? He, broke his what? Broke his dick. I was pounding right from behind one night. I fucking, I, he's, I fucking broke my dick. He's like, 
he's like one of those medical he's like there, 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 that show he's like, I went straight to the emergency room he's like, I didn't know what to do but then I heard another I never heard of another guy that did it and he did not go it stayed it stayed like that so it was a problem for the rest of his life you, you can you can ruin everything because you can never get the blood there properly ever again. And if it does get hard, it's facing this way. You mean you'll never be able to have an erection again, too? It, it doesn't fully get it, no. It, it still like stays aloof, you know, because the blood you can't... The, the vessels are all smashed. And so as soon as it starts to try and push it there, it, it doesn't make it around the little corner no more. But, so they have to straighten it out. I mean, put it in the cast, man. That's what he said. He Put said, it in a cast. Yeah, Put your dick in a they, cast. Yeah, they fixed him up. They said, he said, it like, he's like, thank God I went, man. It's like, it was fucking terrible. That's <laughs> the worst thing I ever had. He said, I thought, I thought it was it. I wrecked myself, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. He said he was just all drunk. Check and yourself and wreck and yourself. And he's like, he was like, he's embarrassing, but he was like, don't do it. Because they looked it up online and then, as, you know, right after it happened and, and he's like, I've heard maybe over my lifetime four people that I've known folks that happened to and I, I don't know, man, that sucks, man. That sounds like a fucking yeah, painful thing to go to. Time when Chief Louie broke his cock. It's fucking <laughs> What do you say to that? <laughs> okay. Sorry for you. you wow. Like, when you break it, that's what you know, that's it. It's no we can't use it no more. It's just you're done. I guess. I don't know. Like I tell you know, women, like, they, like I've had you know, friends that are getting like, diseases or something, you know, but venereal diseases over and over and over. And I said, it's, it's, it's just a time for you to stop. What you're doing. You're going to catch something that you can't get rid of eventually. <laughs> you know, something you're doing wrong. Yep. You gotta, I don't know, man. You're fucking wrong. You're fucking wrong. Yeah. Well, no, man. <laughs> I, I just like, I had like some. some It's kind of a funny. You've never been happy? I've been happy, but I've been happy. My grandfather always was like, 
pussies. Like, just, just, don't. If somebody shows you their dick, you, you tell me. You show you, you get to tell them. There, no, there's no rules. You can kick them in the nut. I just never, I never ever. I, I feel for people who were molested as children. You know, like, like boys. There's so many too. There's so many people. So many people have. You know, it's a, that's an epidemic too. That's in our society. Holy shit. Back in my time, that there could have been times where it could have happened, but, but I saw the signs prior to you know, the, next step, the next level. There was no next level for me. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm you know what I mean? I gotta tell my family. You know, people would get scared when you start talking about you won't tell when somebody's doing some bullshit like that, like little lascivious acts. And then just always, that's what it did, put the fear in people's heart and they'd let me go immediately. Nobody ever kept me, you know, but it's like maybe, maybe where's like. Three times in my life that I had to think back that I didn't really realize what they said, but they tried with words, and the words rang a bell in my head that, like, okay, this is my exit. I time to call my family. I gotta go. And I was just uh, always fortunate to not have that happen because I just gotta be like really, really a lot of a lot of pain deep inside, man. I mean. They robbed you of your childhoods. Yeah, there has to there has to be some sort of robbery there. You know, there's like for them to. Dead set, set on that one. I'm, I'm gonna sneak up and, and slice your throat. <laughs> I'm not playing this, like, you can't. I'm not. Yeah, right. That way. Yeah, I'm not but some people don't get this far. It's just 12 to 13 years old, and it just happens like that. You hear the stories. It's just terrible. That, like, listen, it's man. Every woman, most women that I have had some sort of story like that that I've ever met, some sort of bad. Obviously, it happens more to women than it does to men. Mm-hmm. Every single, almost, I don't know, I don't know if one that didn't tell me a story that something like that happened. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, well, how, how is that? Because I'm I'm cool with it. I, I just don't. I think I'm going to have to He's like, do you fuck your sister? He's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, no, I didn't ask her. 
he, he asked the he's like, he went back home, uh, he come, he, and he had to ask the question, he came back, he's like, still, stay the fuck away from my house, and my sister goes, okay, and I was like, I didn't do nothing, man, and like, I just, she just told me to get the fuck out, and she told me the next morning, and he came over and he was like, 18 years old, I was like, 13, that was the only time I did something I thought was, like, it wasn't really my fault, I mean, I know what I heard her say, she changed her mind. Yeah, something like that. That's what Pop said. He goes, the girls change their mind. After, if you don't, right at the moment, he goes, forget about it. <laughs> he goes, you got a window, and that's the window. <laughs> you can't come back. You were too, maybe 15 minutes too late. <laughs> yeah. He says, Is that what he said? Yeah, he says, you can't come back until they're ready again. And you know, next time, you better go, you better right in the next. <laughs> Babysitting or something, and the kid accused him. And this was in Sierra Vista. And he was, he was 16 years old, and the girl was 12. Well, who knows, man? He was like, you know, 16 year old kid. And the girl, what she said was pretty specific, but it ended up they just let it go. But still, hopefully, the kid learned from there. The brother, your brother did. He just, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, something he learned, something somebody did to him to make him do that. One time, you, you only. You're only copy. You're only mimicking other people. So when you do something like that, most of the time you don't think that up yourself out of no fucking work. Uh huh. Emulate people that you like, or you know. Or, but when you're young, it's not quite like that. It's like you feel like you have to do it because, because you don't know. Anything. And you've been conditioned. Oh yeah, conditioned. Unless you're told, and that's where my family. I remember never. My grandfather was. I was ten years old. I mean, he was coming and shit like that. Like, don't dicks are bad. Stay away from dicks. <laughs> Stay away from dicks. And other lessons I learned. Learned from my grandpa. Hey. He's a pussy. Is the best thing you have in your life, and it's the worst thing too. It's gonna wreck your life. It's gonna make it better. <laughs> It's gonna wreck it again, but still, don't, <laughs> don't touch dicks, don't look at him. Don't I, look I, twice. That's all I remember him saying that shit, man. Just don't just, look twice at dicks. Yeah. And then I got, oh, then, then there's my, I got my kids and they're starting to grow up now. They're like uh, 18 years old. And then there's my buddy, I think he's half homosexual in the closet. He's like, hey guys, he's turning around and he's got his cock out, taking a piss. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, what you just did is you just committed like assault. I, I'm like, I had to tell him, I'm like, you can't do that. I'm like, 
my kids are still not 18 yet, and that's like, a, you could be a sex offender. I'm like, we was taking a piss, we're all drinking together, and he does this, and I was like, that's the gayest shit ever. You, we don't need to see your pecker, bro. Put your pecker away. Please, man. Like, we're not, we're not playing no games. <clears throat> I found a bunch of cups. I don't play those games. Like, I seriously get mad. Tap each one. other in the balls? Yes, it's fucking terrible. They they walk by each other and they, they smack each other in the nuts. It's like, <laughs> yeah, for no, you know, like out of the blue. And it's like some homosexual type of game too because I think it's quasi. I'm like, you want to touch my balls? Like, you must be gay. So, but I'm going to tell you this, I'm not. So if you do that again, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to just haul off and hit you. So I don't play the game play with anybody else but me. And I've had people do it, man. You know, like, you know, do some skate shit. And I'm like, oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not having it, man. I'm like, I seriously get really upset about it. And I'm like, yeah, the gay humping shit. Yeah, man. God. I think that's their tester. They test you like that. Uh-huh. So, because some people might be like, oh, I'm going to do it again. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going there. So uh-huh. they test that. Maybe Get a le- like it. a little, like what you're hanging at or something, and they or or they they drop you're by. You're drinking. It's always drinking. It's so like like the guy, and... the guy humping me, and then trying to. I'm bent over in the stove trying to cook dinner, and he comes up and he's dry humping me by, and his wife's like, "Oh yeah, I think he's half fagging in the closet about it." Because I'm like, "Yeah," because and he, he was a big guy, and I slapped the piss out of him. I'm uh-huh. like, oh. Did he kind of like go up to you and I put his fucking hands around my waist and like uh, you know holding me trying to try to pull me to like dry hunt me and I'm I'm with his clothes on. Oh, were you guys talk? Um, were you guys like talk talk? No, no, no. Or did he like come into the room? I don't know where he did it. A couple times, like the second time was I smacked him, but he did in front of his wife and his wife. He had been to prison too, you know. He's like. I said, see, you fucking gave you a gay for the stage. It was like, just a minute, he's like, maybe a time or two. You know, I'm like, a gay for the state? Gay for the stay. Gay for the stay, like you're staying in the gay zone? When you're in prison. So there's this thing that, like, like soft little boys, you know, like, if you don't bitch up, you know, they'll get you somebody. Just the, the people have been in there a long time. They are rapists. They oh. will rape a dude. Just as long as they don't have like no hair, the the younger the younger they look, the better. More they look like a girl from behind. So they that's what I've seen in prison too many times. Holy these shit! Come, these guys come, you get raped, and sometimes they just instead of getting raped, they just give in. So they're gay for the stay. That's what they say. I've seen it though, like in the prison where they do they do that. They just you know instead of getting beat up or, or anything, they go and they get themselves for a boyfriend and. And, and, and they keep it on a manly type of deal, you know, they don't walk around holding hands and shit, but when the lights go out, the motherfuckers, you know, do, you know what I mean? Insane shit. I've, and I've walked into it with, you know, it's just like, uh, I gotta write it up, you know what I mean? I catch you, you're not supposed to be having intercourse. <laughs> and that's not something I want to see. I'm just like, what? fuck, I can't like, I see this. Like, in, uh, where, where were they having intercourse? You know, it's like, <laughs> I had to write about 10 disciplinary reports for, for and it's and it's rape, you know, because even if the other guy's consenting, it's still not it's not consentable in prison. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they just, you know, it's just like. Um. Don't they things. have they have fucking mirror, uh not mirrors uh. Conjugal visits. No, no, video. video. I think game. that they're allowing rape to go on. Oh but, yeah. 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 You, you can't you can't always stop it. They get it down to where. They do it in between your in between your security checks. Your shifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, unless you're a really tough officer, like 
Then they'll respect that everybody will calm down. Like me, I was, I was like, I did my job. I was firm, fair, consistent. I didn't let no inmates ever compromise me. I did my job. If they fucked up, they got a write up. I mean, even the rest of they got more time over, you know, going to the ground to be fighting with me or huh? having drugs and running from me or stabbing me for something. And, you know what I mean? It's like they, but they all respected me because I stuck true to my job. I never did anything I wasn't supposed to or did anything legal for them to compromise me. And I had kids and I was married and I was like, I'm not fucking around. I'm here to do my job. And that's it. Uh-huh. You're either, you're either going to, you know, abide by the rules while I'm in this dorm. Whatever you're doing while other COs are here, I can't control that. But while I'm here, don't do it. Uh-huh. Don't, put me in, don't put me in that position because I'm going to write you up every single time. You're going to get a disciplinary and, you, and that's it. And then 